Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Footwork, a podcast for those who dream big, never settle, and make their own path. I'm Sean. And I'm Dylan. Together with guests, we share stories and tips every Monday to educate, inspire, and create a community built of soccer players and dream chasers. Welcome to Footwork. All right, we're back. It's our Make My Own Path series here with Sean. Um, first one, we had to tackle the almighty Mongolia. And today, I mean, you've had some years now in Germany. How long has it been? I've been uh, four and a half years I've been here. Four and a half years. So I think a proper cutoff today was will be before you get into a Regionalliga team. So this will be like more of the grind years, you know what I'm saying? Like really mm-hmm. making a name out in Germany. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, so you, you come back from Mongolia. And what's what's your mind state? What's next? And how long? What was that? What was that? those next months like yeah so i finished uh, i got back to the states like october first week of october 2000 whatever 2017 and yeah i knew i was going to go to germany or no i knew i was going to do a foosball project combine and Mm -hmm. that that was for from what i understood northern europe but at the time that's your your mind was okay i gotta go back into the combines there's Mm -hmm. nothing there's nothing there yet nothing nothing uh Nothing really, and I was the option to stay in Mongolia. I wasn't. I wasn't going to do that, so that was like not a question. And um, what if they yeah, tripled back, your money? What if they tripled your money? Would you have done it? Then I'd be making a hundred bucks a month. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> all right, quadruple. No, no, no I, I right, think I was definitely, I was definitely ready to move somewhere else. Yeah. Um, it was a great experience, but I was definitely. I but it hits you, back. yeah. Of course, of course. Um, yeah, I was kind of just not banking on that. The Boozer probably helped me out, but like I was pretty, like I'm just going to do combines. Mm-hmm. So I did, uh, yeah, I did that one and I got good feedback from it. And they said, you know, we'll be in touch. We're going to try and line something up. And then I wound up doing, I think I did another combine too in Florida. Um, oh, no. AX Soccer Tours. I believe Egg it was. soccer tours. Okay. And how was that? Um, it was Never good. So I was one. able to get in for, I was able to do the combine for free. Mm-hmm. Obviously you have to pay to travel and stuff, but as a friend of a friend knew someone. So I went there with Nigel and his friend. Um, it was good, but nothing came of it. Um, but good, good setup. I don't know if they're still around right now. Yeah, it was a decent setup. I mean, cool. perfect fields in Florida. I don't, yeah. I forget where it was. It was by the, uh, actually where the national team plays. Sarasota, maybe. It's a, yeah, I think, I think it's it. like Sarasota. Yeah, I mean, pitches are perfect. So in terms of that, it was good. Uh, some good players there. I don't know mm. if anyone got anything. Um, actually, yes, Nigel's brother did, but he didn't take it. But anyway, it was uh, another combine that it didn't work, and nothing was coming along. And then, uh, are you playing yeah, at this few- time though? Or are you playing in? Because this is kind of the fall. You'd have the Cosmopolitan League in the U.S. Yeah, I know. I were you just playing. training on I your own then? I wasn't playing, and I was training on my own because I broke my wrist midway through the season in Mongolia, and I just had surgery. Mm-hmm. So I have like a cast on. Yeah. At this point, like the first four weeks, it's not a cast, so it's just like this wrap. So I really have to be careful with it. And then they put a cast on. So I wasn't playing; I was just training on my own. 
um, doing everything I can that that yeah didn't affect it. And and I was working as a pizza delivery guy. Oh yes, I forgot about this. Yeah, we this is that time on, we got it. We got to touch on, on this. this. Yeah, absolutely. There was a there was a picture of you that went around our social media mm-hmm. before we had enough followers to really appreciate it. I think. And it was like you with like, it was like a shitty, it was like a shitty Photoshop, you know, with like Uh, the pizza. Yeah. I was just going through stuff at home. I should, I had a t-shirt. You were slanging pies. You were slanging pies. So I needed, I needed to make some money. Basically I was, I was pretty dry coming out of Mongolia. needed some money. I knew it was going to be there for an indefinite amount of time. Mm -hmm. My brother worked there when he was in high school. Uh, So I stop in and like, yeah, I got one hand, but like I can make it work. And sure enough, did that. (laughs) He's slinging pies <laughs> with one hand. Yeah. No excuses, yeah. people. No excuses, people. I bought this little thing for my steering wheel. It's like one of those little knobs so that you can like turn the wheel very easily with one hand. Yeah. Is that for people with one hand? That's is that the design? No, it? I mean you see it. You see these things on like uh, like big trucks and buses. You know. Gotcha. Yeah. Like when they're a little bit yeah. difficult. This is easy. A lot yeah, easier yeah. to turn. So when you're yeah, one-handed, yeah. I only got my left hand to use. Like nice. I couldn't even put wow. with my right hand, I couldn't even put it in drive because I had like two, I think it was two fingers available. But you did the combines before you got the surgery? Or did you do the combines with a broken wrist with the uh cast arm? Or okay, so no, then then this this timing is off. I did the combine the year before. This so I definitely didn't do it then. Oh wait, no, no, I did. I did. I did it after I got the cast off. It was in December. Gotcha. Okay, all right. So, so. I freshly had the cast off probably middle of november end of november and i did this combine in december um yeah you're lucky game, this but... you're lucky this isn't someone else's podcast and we just all fucked up <laughs> <laughs> oh we gotta edit this out yeah so that's Absolutely. i did it after after i got the cast off nothing mm-hmm. came of it nothing was coming from foosball project i was kind of getting frustrated now so then i reached out to fabian lewis of soccer past and he has like a friend that lives in finland and he plays in the second division there, but he's played there for a long time. It's a wife and kids there and everything. So I hit him up and he's like, Hey man, you can come out. Like, I don't have a team for you, but I can get you trials. You can't stay with me. I don't have room. I have two kids, um, but I got set, you know, help you find a place and I'll help you find teams. And maybe we'll try outside the city because they might give a little more money and housing and stuff. Stuff we know super, now. Super nice know of anything. him. Super nice of him. One super and two, nice like that's how it really can work all the time. Right. Right. So I sat on that for maybe like a day or two, not very long. This is now like the beginning of January. I'm like, man, what is going on? And I book a ticket to Finland, going to Helsinki. And two hours later, I was maybe an hour. I get a message from Kuzla Project saying, hey, we have something in Hamburg, Germany. Um, You got to be there next Friday. It's like less than a week. I was like, damn, I just booked a flight to Finland. Like, which option is better? So from what I knew at that point, I thought that the Hamburg option was better because it was a more solidified thing. This one was just going out on a whim and this guy's going to help me get a trial in a country mm-hmm. I know nothing about. Mm-hmm. So I quickly canceled the flight to Finland. 24 hours. The first 24, 24 hours, hours exactly. baby. Yep, exactly. And I booked the flight to Hamburg. And then I go to Hamburg and, uh, yeah, met Ronnie Vass. Ronnie Voss, who shout out, shout out to Ronnie. Ronnie. I know I did not shout you out on the previous one, but I, I got to make sure I do. Oh, and yeah, he helped me. He helped me go on trial and find teams. And eventually it worked out. 
So coming off of the Mongolia one, did you feel like you were a better player? Like, did you feel you were more experienced or you were just ready to take on, you know, another opportunity, whatever would, would, would be thrown at you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think so. Because first off, I played center back purely there. Obviously, I played some forward as well. But that was the first when time needed. consistently playing just center back. Like even on like the Greeks and stuff in New York, I would play outside back or center back. Yeah. But this is like for sure you're playing center back and you mm-hmm. really need to like control the team and dictate what happens or else mm-hmm. like it's going to be a disaster. Um, and also being in a new country, trying to figure out how to play with people that don't speak the language or don't understand you, living outside the country and stuff like that. As a player, probably in terms of like ability, Sure, maybe reading the game it always helps to play in a position, but I think like training wise, like I didn't get better in yeah. that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I just probably got better from games and game experience, which is always good. Um, did that did that frighten you at all though? Just kind of like knowing, okay, I'm coming from Mongolia to one of soccer's meccas. Like, did you feel like you know, like I I need to improve? No, because, well, first of all, I didn't know what the level was going to be here. Mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to go to Germany way back in 2013. Yeah, so that was always me. where I want to go. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't know the level. I didn't know what to expect. I knew from speaking to Evan that uh, Shouts out to from Evan. the Foosball Project, exactly, that like it was a good level. And he played in the fifth and the fourth at the time. And he said it was a good level. But it's like what do you compare that to? I didn't have really anything to compare to compare to like the cosmopolitan league mm-hmm. league. So uh, I went there just with open expectations thinking it's going to be much Again. better than Mongolia. Yeah. yeah just super open. Uh, no expectations. Really. I felt I was very, I was ready. I didn't like, I trained all the way through my wrist was pretty much good now. Um, good wrist strength yeah. from holding the pies. Yeah, exactly. Well, my left arm was jacked. <laughs> Of course. We just wanted to say, welcome to the club. Footwork.club is now live, the official Footwork website where you can find all the Footwork content, including some new features. That's right. Along with our podcasts and guests, you can find exclusive written articles, including blogs about our own stories, free products that can help with chasing the dream, as well as our first official merch. All that and more. So join the club. Yeah, so I, I did that. and uh, Did they tell you? Did they tell you that it was going to be in a specific league? And like when someone throws that at you, mm-hmm. are you the type? Because I know you weren't so much with Mongolia, but I think that can be a little bit of an outlier. So like, did you, th- like, soon as they kind of throw out a few leagues, were you doing research at all? Were you looking at videos? Yeah, I mean, were of, you of trying course, to look you know at me. I was researching, researching everything. I mean, what type of insects <laughs> they have in this country. Uh, and? I still don't know. It's the <laughs> same shit. Know. Yeah. Um, it's like those little water bugs, though. I don't know what they're called. You know what? I, they, they're like these like millipede looking things, but they're skinnier. They come out know, when it's humid. Know. We'll hmm. get a fact check. We'll get a fact check yeah. on that. Jamie? Yeah, Jamie, pull it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's still not in our budget for one of those guys. Yeah. Um, send a request if you want to do it for free. And uh, <laughs> so back to... No, I had no expectations. I... He mentioned, like, oh, maybe we have something in Duisburg. So I looked up Duisburg, which is a third Bundesliga team. I'm thinking, like, oh, man, they're going to send me to the third Bundesliga. So I'm watching, like, a lot of Duisburg stuff. 
and it's it's i think I it's, no in our, it's in our nature to look at it as the best case scenario too, yeah, exactly though, of course did of the course. same thing in sweden like so um and they tell me that there's an agent i didn't really ask so much about the agent we connected so that i could meet him at the airport and yeah he said up front how much it was gonna cost to like stay on his couch and like i could stay at his place and it'll help me find my teams find teams so like cool perfect it's a one-stop service yeah exactly this is great and yeah, I get there and he means airborne and so, and then I find out like he hasn't reached out to any teams yet. He wanted me to be in country first. And he explained like, once you're here, like it's pretty easy to call teams in the Oberliga mm-hmm. and get a trial. So that's exactly what he did. Now at the time though, I thought in my head, like, man, like why would they not tell me? Like they reached out to the team. They said that they had stuff going on. Like people are interested and in, I forget the words to use, but I felt like, okay, that's not what I thought. Like I thought teams were expecting me. Once again, having these expectations in my head, but no one ever said it, I think was yeah. what it was. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking yeah. They, they said this. Yeah, well, you expect so anyway, something to go a certain exactly, way, but it's, exactly. it's true. You need to be in-house. Yeah. So he calls um, a team in Niedersachsen, which is like Western North Germany, mm-hmm. and they're, they're doing pretty well in the league. The coach is a former St. Pauli player like a long time ago. Um. Or Bundesliga, not St. Pauli. He played in the Bundesliga. And I was like, okay, this is good. So he set something up. They're kind of interested based on, like, I played professional in Mongolia. That's just interesting in itself. But, like, at least, okay, he played somewhere, you know? He kind of gets <laughs> yep. in the door. He's a, he's a center back, outside back. He's blah, 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 blah. Um, but then it gets canceled. They are not training. It gets canceled for, like, a week in a row, every training because of snow. So for the first two weeks, I'm now in Germany. I haven't even trained because of the snow. Everyone keeps canceling. So then Ronnie calls another team in Hamburg, who was last place at the time, forwards fucker. I think they're in the Lannister now. It's one of the coolest and, teams, though. It really is. Yeah, it's a mouthful. I don't know why. Just when I look at it, it's so cool. <laughs> so he's like, you should just go here. Uh, you know, it's not gonna. they're not going to be great. And But like, you're, you're playing. It's an opportunity. Maybe they want to sign you. So go there and play. Uh, yeah, play one training and like the level's not good. Like there's maybe a few okay players, but like there's a lot of just not. It's just crap. And I was like, huh? Like, is this is this the Oberliga, the fifth tier in Germany? Like, surely it can't be. Like, they are in last place, and I've watched games, of course, of every highlight I could watch. But like, this is pretty. This is pretty bad. Um, very nice, very welcoming. But only only trained there one day, and I was like, okay, I'm not gonna go back because the next day I was able to go to the other team. And then trained with them for, I think it was about a week, maybe three training sessions in a game at the end. And uh, yeah, they said, no, didn't play well enough. You played in the game? You played in the Teshpil, in the friendly? I was two, it was two games, actually, two games, excuse me. The first the time scrimmage. I played with them was, uh, yeah, it was a friendly match. First time. So this is like my first. Introduction, yeah, go right into introduction, a exactly, friendly. Exactly. Um, nice. Yeah, and it, I played well on that one had an okay week in training and then the last game the second friendly did not have a good game played right back and it was just not a good game and like i knew it after the game like there's no way like i was good enough to say like okay this player's gonna jump into our starting 11 like we you were making mistakes him. or um just wasn't as impactful as the first one the first game i played center back and it was also against a land team so they were worse but i had a, a good game like mm-hmm. this is I'm trying to speak German as much as I can, anything I know, commanding all that. 
And then the second game was against Vicky, who's an overleague team in Hamburg, and they were pretty good at the time. Yeah, I played right there. back, and I just didn't didn't create enough. A lot of stupid mistakes too, like put the ball, like giving mm-hmm. the ball away cheaply. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I knew that after that, okay, they're going to say no, and they said no. Um, and then yeah, and then he made another phone call to another team who was top of the, the third place at the time in the overleague in Hamburg, and they actually needed a center back because one just got hurt. One was like in Australia and he's not coming back till March. So yeah, I went there and one thing led to another. They kept inviting me back. Like it was a day and then another day and another day. Okay, another week. We need to see him in a game. Then I play well and then it's, we need to see him against a better team. So he's got to wait until <laughs> next weekend. And then we play a, a very good team and I play well. And then it's like, oh, you want to see him again against a better team, but like they're not going to be better than this team. And they were just delaying time. And then a month goes by and they do, they wind up signing me. Yeah. Nice. I don't know if you want to stop it's, there. Go it's, o- it's always, uh, it's always interesting to me too. It's like, it's good as um, agents or just even yourself. Like if a, a team that's in a lower position doesn't want you, like that doesn't mean you should still not reach for that higher team. Cause you see it so often. I mean, I mean the game of opinions phrase gets thrown out there all the time, but it's so, right. it rings so true because Yes, this team did not want to take a chance on you, but then you know you have the confidence to step into one of the better fifth league teams, and you know make your make your way there. Yeah, yeah, and also too now that I think of it, I actually so I, I played in the the friendly match mm-hmm. um, with the team in Niederzacks, not the Hamburg team. I played in a friendly, and then everything was canceled for two weeks or a week, gotcha. week and a half. Gotcha. Then I went to train with forwards fucker and I was like, wow, this team is much worse than the other team. <laughs> okay, okay, I see. And that's why I was able to compare like, man, like these guys suck. Like this mm-hmm. team is not good compared because mm-hmm. the other team was pretty good. They played in like the, they won the Pokal and played against Bremen Bremen, I think a year before I got there. So like they, they had good players. It was a good mm-hmm. team. Uh, so as soon as I went to the other one, I was like, no, 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 like I could play somewhere better than this. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, then I summoned Inerf who were also good. They were better than than Hastinger, the one in Nita's accent. And uh yeah, unfortunately I wasn't eligible to play until April, the end of April, because of uh yeah, if you don't sign in the transfer window, there's a six month ban if you're a former professional, professional anywhere. Yeah. So six months from so your did last you, game. Did you you didn't know about this rule? You didn't nope. really think about it. Nope. Um never never crossed my mind. It's, it's important to know though. That's really learning back. the hard way though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, so when did you, how yeah, did was, you come about that news though? Like, did they try and register uh, you? Know, and they so, were like, I mean, it was like wrong. a disaster trying to get my clearance form through the FIFA system mm-hmm. because I needed to get in contact with the president of my team and the f- federation. Dude, that shit is obviously so you have a, slow. You have a time too. difference. So I'm getting up at like four in the morning because this is like obviously the only goal I have. Yeah. And I'm talking to like this one news journalist that I used to get the game footage from. He worked at the news company that videoed it, like the TV company. And I was like, hey, I need to get in contact with so-and-so. Like, can you help me? <laughs> and he wound up getting it done. Because like a lot nice. of them didn't speak English. So it was hard to get in contact with the right person. But eventually got it done. And then it was like the second week of February. They're like, yeah, the window closed two weeks ago. Like, you can play six months from your last game. And I was like, oh, no. Like that's that sucks. So you didn't play until end of April. Yeah, end or middle of April. I think it was it was probably the second week of April. So you're still um, getting you're still getting your contract. You're still training with the team. Yep. You're doing yep. everything. So they, you're just you're just showing up just, in, in regular exactly. clothes on the weekend. 
on the weekend just watching the game from the sidelines. And how, uh, how, were, they, how were they about this? Uh, I mean, they were happy to have me at training. I mean, it's like numbers. You can always have a good training player now that I see. Like teams mm-hmm. always need players, especially mm-hmm. if they can play to the level. If they're not going to bring training down, like there's always a need for players, especially in the Oberliga. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's not like they weren't paying me much. They were paying me like nothing. But but you still get yeah, your contract because I, I, I did still, just wonder they, that. Yeah. Like if you're they still gave me the contract, suspended, I mean, they, you still get the contract. Yeah. You just can't play in games. Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha um yeah so what were some of the what were some of the differences then you saw coming into it because now you're more solidified in a training starting to learn the experience starting to know the guys and stuff so Mm -hmm. what were some things that you felt like in your game you were like okay i like this i'm gonna work on this um so there i was definitely only playing center back so once again learning the position more better um, playing against much better players and with much better players. So that's mm-hmm. also a difference. Mm-hmm. Like there was one uh, center midfielder in Mongolia that was very good, but like good in a different way than they're considered good here. Like mm-hmm. Positioning and stuff and always showing for the ball. And now you have players that always want the ball in any position, like like our friend Tevin. Um, you know, you can give them and trust them that they're going to keep the ball mm-hmm. and they're always showing for it. So it's a different it's a different speed. Like sometimes you have time, but you don't have time to actually make the pass. That was another big one. Mm-hmm. Like I have time on the ball. No one's pressing me at the moment, but like I just missed two or three passes because I didn't play quick enough. Like the, the gap is close because teams are so like uh, compact. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing was like a big thing. The coach would always tell me is like, hold your position. Like don't go out of your position too much. This is just his philosophy, but I can see looking back now, I definitely would, I would be all over the place, like following my forward. You know, you get now playing against smarter forwards. They're trying to suck me in, not for them to get the ball, but for a winger to go in behind or something like that. So learning that, um, yeah, just playing with better players that are also smarter players and just doing everything you can to get you in a bad position. Um, Yeah, I think that that was big. It was mostly stuff on the ball and position. Defensively, I thought it was... Obviously, position you can always get better, but defensively, I brought something to the team that they didn't have, so that was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Just aggressive, physical, fast, mm-hmm. good in the air. That that kind of was what made me stand out. And and signifying on the language here because you mentioned it earlier. Um, I mean, in those first trials, what were some of the things that you learned? Like, what sort of directions were you learning in German? Like, because you came from with zero knowledge yeah, in German, yeah. right? So you started the Duolingo, you opened the app, you made an account. Yeah. And, you know, what, what did you come into those trials saying? So basically, football-wise, I knew pretty <laughs> I pr- knew nothing. Like, nothing other than, like, um, yeah, like, ball. How to say ball, which is just ball. So like literally nothing. Simple enough, and that, yeah. that first friendly with, with the one team was the first time with them while we're warming up, I'm asking, I'm having a pass with two guys and I'm asking them literally everything. How do you say man on? How do you say left? How do you say right? How do you say forward? How do you say back? How do you say time? How do you say turn? All this. And then in addition to that, I'm learning everybody's name that's going to be in the lineup and like going over in my head, like a thousand times, every time I get the ball, and pass it to someone, I would say their name in my head or just out loud. That way, when it got to the game, I was able to say, that's like to count a man on, turn, time, left, right. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Forward back. That's seven words. And then put yeah, a name on impressive. that. So, so Dylan Manon, Dylan left, Dylan right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's se- only seven words that I know how to say. But from an outsider, like, oh, this kid just got to Germany. He doesn't know he's, German. He knows our already. names. Knows our names and he's organizing the team and he doesn't know any German except these yeah. few words. That we just taught so him like, over a pass. Yeah, exactly. And then so then that that you just build on that. And then yeah. I hear some things and I'll ask, like, you know, what does what that, that mean? Like a funny story. And then you'll hear some things, you'll hear some things yeah. though that are like in the game or you know, and you see it and you're like, okay, that's that. Right, exactly. Obviously, people are telling me things and I don't know what they're saying. So that mm-hmm. of course you just get you, you learn as quick as possible. Because if people are talking to me, I don't know what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Or like, even if I didn't understand the word, it takes a second to think, okay, what did he just say? And translate it too, way too slow. Uh, but in the start, that's all I did. And I would always ask. Every time I heard something, I would ask. Or I would just, you're always watching. So like someone says a word and then something in happens. The first, you're like, oh, that means so-and-so. In the first session, the first game, like learning the names and then all of those different commands is like something I never really did. Um, but I, I would, I also, I see it as like a really good advantage for that reason that you just put out, of course. Also, I think it might take you out of your head a little bit when you're on a trial because you're giving Mm -hmm. yourself something else to focus on instead of like, you know, you just kind of want to let your game play. So instead of just sitting there in the trial, you know, you're probably a little nervous, like Mm -hmm. kicking the ball back and forth, like, oh shit, like, you know, I can't fuck this one up. Like. Instead, you're like, you already have a mission in your head. Like, okay, I got to learn this guy's name and this guy's name right. and this guy's name. And I, I also like think, I think looking back at it too, no, we know a lot more now. Number one, I'm earning for at least the respect of these two guys. Because mm-hmm. like, oh shit, this kid, like he could probably speak English while we're going to get it. Mm-hmm. But he's, he wants to learn these commands. I probably think it's funny how I'm saying it, whatever. And I'm sure, of course. But then I know everyone's name. Like, wow, this kid knows my name already. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't even spoken to him yet. He knows my name. And then it also, I have a presence now in the field. So like I could make a few good passes. And then in addition to the presence of me talking, they're like, oh, wow, that's good. He's a good player. Mm-hmm. Versus I could say Just nothing and make a few good thing, passes yeah. and then make a bad mistake. And like, ah, nah, we don't need him. Because that there isn't like a third, an extra thing that he's doing. Oh, he's Absolutely. just another player. Like, no, no, he just came here. He's been in the country for a day. He knows the whole team, everyone's name, and he's it's the first like organizing them. It's the so first it's like, impression. oh, he understands the game as well. Mm-hmm. And he's also like brave enough to do that. Yeah. Like some people might be scared to do it. They don't want to fuck up or say the wrong thing. Or, you know, you even have that with experienced players. They don't talk because they're not sure what to say. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I think that there's a lot to it. And I don't know why I thought that was a good idea, but it just was like a natural thing. I don't yeah. know where, where it came from. Well, well, one I, dude, I, it's, that was like it's, my first instinct was to do that. It's controlling something that's definitely within your control. And right. two, and two, it's a first impression that like, that could be everything before you're even getting on the ball. You there, you're already making your presence known to the coaches and to the playing staff or the point. Yeah. The coaching staff and the players. So, I mean, I think everyone should take that one, even me, because I'm so shitty with names. So I'll take I'll take that into my yeah, next one. The, the names the names are an easy one, especially being on trial for so long. It's like you just literally go through everyone's head and like, especially if you're doing some sort of like passing journal stuff, you could remember everyone's name because every time you receive it and give the ball, you should be saying someone's name. True. So, so it's like, like if you're passing me the ball, like Dylan here, 
Yeah. And then a person I'm playing the votes, I'm going to say their names too. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and you don't forget it. You just keep going over and over and over again. And then in terms of learning German or like even another language, I find at least in, even in Mongolia and here, there's always a few players that are like, they're, they're dying to speak English. Like they just think it's so cool. And oh, you're a foreigner. They want to learn. So like use that person to teach you things. You know, and then he becomes like your little translator. And they're yeah. usually, they want to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, oh, this is a ball like to do this. Like, no, they want to help. And they're just interested in you. There's always a few people everywhere you go, every team. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure that's, that's the same everywhere you go in the world. Yeah. There's so also like, use there's, also, there's also tons of apps and not only apps, but there's, there's an app where you like meet people and then you can, you can, uh, say what language you want to learn or whatever. And then you can have like coffee meetups with people. And I think that's such a interesting thing too. Like if you're a little nervous and you're in a foreign spot, just, you know, someone's going to want to teach you and learn English the same way. So use those people. But um, I mean, you went from a professional contract in Mongolia and you come into a place where they literally won't say it's professional unless you're like, you know, fucking way up there. So like, did you feel humbled at all in it? Or did you feel like the setup was somewhat, you know, comparable and then along with the, uh, the skill level and everything, because I mean, guys and guys here are are on full-time jobs if they're playing in the fifth tier for the most part. So Mm -hmm. was that a humbling experience or did you see it as, okay, this is kind of like just a sidestep? Uh, No, I, I, it was, I felt it was definitely a step forward. Like Mm -hmm. forget about the contract and I was professional and this isn't professional, but it's like the players in front of my face are better than the players I played with. Love that. Like simple as that. Like yeah, take aside it out from the, the one, aside from that one team, which I thought like mm. they're pretty bad. Like overall, these players are better than what I was playing with. So this is a step forward. Mm-hmm. Like forget about what league this is, how much money they're going to give me. The, the, the setup, like this is, they're a better team and the training is much more professional and much more mm-hmm. organized. And like, I feel myself, I'm actually getting better every time I step in the field. Yep. Like I'm always learning something. In Mongolia, I didn't feel that. Mm-hmm. It was like, you get game experience, which is always good, but I didn't feel I was improving every time I got on the field because it was just the training and stuff in the field. It was just a disaster. Whereas here is like a lot more organized than what I came from. So yeah, in that way, in that regard, I felt it was a, a step forward. Did you play much when you were able to play? uh for the i think i was eligible for for eight games i played four okay um one of those was the cup final which was sick didn't play mm-hmm. in it uh, the center back got hurt and like i was probably the next center back to go in so i was hyped it was there were six thousand people there at vicky stadium mm-hmm. it's packed yep. very cool massive um, cup but match. not didn't come in he sucked it up and kept playing but uh yeah that was cool and the three others Three others I started and then one of them I was on the bench and the center back got hurt like five minutes into the game and came on uh yeah it was good uh, every game I felt like I was getting a little better every one of those games um once again now you're playing against the same level of players in your team but you don't know how these players play you know different mm-hmm. tendencies and stuff mm-hmm. working out different systems and they're they play a different style than I, I'm used to and of course all the friendlies and stuff I played but the season games yeah just just four games out of eight. And you were on a just a six month contract at that point. Yep. Yep. So so what season. what was what was the possibilities coming out of that? 
out of this out of the end of the season. Yeah, coming towards the end of the season, are you you're back onto the trials? You're negotiating. Yeah, so coming uh, coming towards the end or? of the season, coming towards the end of the season, I went on trial with the team in Berlin. It's like they're relatively high on the table in the Oberliga. Um, Ronnie helped me set this up, and yeah, just was like a maybe a three day trip or like a two day trip. I trained twice with them, uh, and they said no. It's different level, probably similar to Nindorf, but a different style that I could tell, at least in these two trainings. The setup itself was much more professional. It was like a little out in the countryside. So they have a ton of land, ton of fields, a nice like locker room setup and all that. Many foreigners or? Um, I don't think they had any foreigners, no. No, I don't think so. Um, definitely different, different than Nindorf, like different, not as friendly as the teams I was up to in that point. Like not as open rather okay um, yeah and yeah didn't just didn't didn't do well enough and they said no so continued with Niendorf and then at the end of the season there was really nothing uh, but it had helped looking in the future that it, we we finished I think we finished third in the league so that's for next year it sets up a little more opportunity just because you were on a good team and you did play a few games mm-hmm and I mean, are the no's weighing at you at this point? Are you saying like, you know, this is this is a few, this is more than a few trials now where you're getting a no from someone? Did that weigh no, on you at all, or were you staying? No, you it's were not. I knew I, I knew I could play. I could play somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely still at the time I was like, okay, we. I've seen them play one regional league, or we played two regional league teams, and I played against uh, one of them when I was able to play and it was Valpy Lewick who were also a good team at the time. So when we played against them, I was like, wow, this is a whole different level than I've ever seen. Like just turns the movement and the quality of players. But then when I played, I think I played 30 minutes, the last 35 minutes and I did really well. So I was like, okay, this team is good. This team is good, but like, I'm also good. Like I could Mm -hmm. play against them. Like Mm -hmm. they didn't do anything against me. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was like, okay, now I now I know. They're pretty good. They're pretty high on the table in the Regional Liga. I just played really well against them. Didn't make any mistakes and did well. Like, okay, I could play. I can, I can play here. It's just how do I get here? Mm-hmm. But then I was like, okay, we finished at the end of the season. I thought maybe Nino would want me, but then they. it was pretty clear they didn't. I wanted to believe they did, but they didn't. Okay. So then came back to preseason and yeah, they said they didn't want me. So... I knew a TF, one of my teammates from Nindorf now was playing with a new team in the Oberliga who just got promoted into the Oberliga. And I went to meet the president and like watched them train. I think it was a training or a game. And uh, yeah, he said he'd get back to me, never got back to me. So then I had nothing. Ronnie said, well, you know, you could maybe train with my team. I could ask my coach if you want. I was like, yeah, that'd be great. He's also playing in the Oberliga design. So we asked the coach. And he's pretty like hesitant, I guess, because he thought the team was good enough or he didn't need defenders. Uh, I believe that's what it was. He just didn't need defenders. But he's like, oh, he's on Neendorf. Okay, sure, he can come down. Once again, because we did well the season before, like, sure. And then, yeah, one training, first training did well. Then invited it back, then invited back, then invited back, then have a friendly on the weekend, play well. And then it's like, all right, actually, we want to sign you. <laughs> and yes. yeah, yeah. Shout out Fanny, who is now Dylan's head coach. Who's now my head By coach. The way. Yeah, we'll have him on. We'll have yeah. him on at some point. But oh, uh, for sure, for sure. That's a I always yeah, like so then, that too, because like a lot of the times 
I mean, coaches have a plan, right? So they have a plan in their head and they think, okay, we need this position and this position. But oftentimes, like, they don't know what they need until it's right in front of them. And then they exactly. see this person perform and they're like, holy shit, he's perfect for my system. Or like, he's going to bring the best out of him and him. Or like, I could see him as a leader and a vocal person. Mm -hmm. So like, don't ever, I mean, that reluctancy maybe is just even more fuel to be like, okay, I have to prove even more now. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like you said, nobody knows what they need until they have it. And then even when they have it, they don't know that this player could do something else because I came in exactly, and I was a right back. Mm -hmm. And that's what I believe Ronnie sold me to him as a right back. Like he's played in the North, he was playing center back, but he's a right back. So then I went in because he knew from being on the team that like, I guess they were lacking in the right back position. So then I go there and I do well as a right back. And then wind up starting all the games as right back. And we're doing like, okay, we're not doing that great as a team. And then I remember one game he's, uh, we're playing against one of the top teams. I think it was Zazzle at the time. And he's like, uh, you're going to play center back today. Like before the game, you ever like, you comfortable with center back? I was like, oh yeah, I played that, you know, Mongolia, I played that in Niendorf, like for sure. But now like, he's looking at me as like, I'm not a center back, you know, going well, we're going to try this. Yep. And then we play really well and I do mm -hmm. well. And then mm -hmm. from then on, I only played center back. Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, they got rid of at that point, up until that point, they already got rid of a player, a defender which I replaced, which they didn't think they would replace, you know, but I think he might've been the captain too, or like a co-captain. He's been there forever. So it's like, yeah, you never know. And if you can get a trial, like just get in, even if they say they don't need you, if you play well enough, like they could change their mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's but the moral of the story is that like, just get on the field and perform and they might need you. Even with like mm -hmm. Ryan Malone, who we've had on, you know, the second Bundesliga team didn't think they needed this. This guy just got relegated from a third Bundesliga team. Mm -hmm. Last place relegation, he's a defender. Then he goes and trains with them just as they fit, and they wind up signing him. And now he's like a starter. Yeah, so, they wind up signing him. He doesn't play for a little bit, and then he's like started, I think, the last 10 games. So, I mean, spot on with right. that one. Did you have any, I mean, coming into this, so, so now that you've spent a little time in Germany, maybe this is during Condor, this is during another Oberliga fifth tier contract. Did you have any timetables in your head about where I wanted to be at this certain time? Or did you try and stay away from that kind of line of thinking? No, I wasn't thinking any. I was just thinking like I need to perform as well as I can. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to get a chance to read my league, of course, like if I'm playing well here. Like this is just my thinking. I mean, ignorance is bliss at this point. It's not how, not really how it works, but it was like, okay, Halfway through the season, it was like maybe 19 games. I had five goals and two assists. As, as a center a back, right back. Defender, center back, right back, exactly. So I was like, noise. okay, this has got to be making noise in the during the, yeah, in the winter absolutely. break. Nothing happened in the winter break. So then it's like, uh, all right, in the spring, I'll go on trial. Of course, mm -hmm. Ronnie's still helping with all this. Uh, and then in, I went this, this is pre Chris. This is this is BC. Yeah, this, this is before this Chris. Is, this, is, this is BC. <laughs> Chris, Chris is our oh, is our current agent. I don't know how much we've yes. mentioned Chris on this podcast because we talked a lot about the past. But yeah, shout out to Chris. Well, I guess he'll come yeah. later in the story. This is yeah. BC. Though. Yeah, this is BC. This is BC. This is A um, Ronnie. Yeah. This, <laughs> this uh, is uh, anyway. Yeah. This is um. 
So nothing so comes anyway. Down. Nothing comes nothing in the winter. Nothing comes in the winter. So I was like, all right, I'm just gonna I'm gonna ball out in the second half of the season and then get them to the spring. Um, yeah, weird things happen to the club. They wind up getting Trouble. rid of the both head coach, head coach, and assistant coach, and yeah, just funny because one one went on to be the, the assistant coaches. coach. One went on to be the yeah. assistant coach at Holstein Kiel, which is the second Bundesliga team. Exactly. One's the head coach of a Regionalliga team now. So yeah, just so, is it? It's funny how that works. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm still convinced they were trying to get relegated because they didn't want to pay the funds for Oberliga and they want to redo wow. the field, which they are doing. So I'm, I'm convinced that that was the goal. Like, we don't care if they get relegated or not. We just don't want to massive anymore. conspiracy. But yeah, I'm sure Fame would have some insider news on that. We'll have to, we'll have to speak on football work after hours. But this is this is your yeah, absolutely. That's the <laughs> subscription based everyone. Um, but this is this. I mean, with all that turmoil in the club, this is your first taste at what relegation and the lead up to relegation is like right, in this right. format. So what was that like? Exactly. So it's like we were towards the bottom of the table, but the last game of the first part of the season before the break, we won 6-0. Like we killed, like we were getting better every game. Like we had a good team. And for some reason we couldn't, we just weren't winning, but every game we would get better because we would work on the things we were not good at and build on them during the week. Mm-hmm. And then like the weekend comes something new we need to work on. And we kept getting better and better. Like there's no way if we kept the coaches, we would have got relegated. I'm convinced. Mm-hmm. Because like we had a very good team and we played really well and we just weren't getting results. Yep. So then I go into preseason in the winter to, to the start of the next part of the season and I wind up hurting my leg and preseason match winds up being like a stress fracture in my fibula. So now I'm out. I don't know when indefinitely I'm going to come back. And now I'm watching the team for the sidelines. They're losing and losing and losing and losing. And yeah, obviously then people start to talk and it's like, oh man, we're definitely going to get relegated. It's looking pretty bad. And I don't wind up coming back to like the last, I think I played in two games at the end. I played in a half a game and then a full game. So then we were relegated at that point. So that was a uh, one bad experience to be relegated, but of course, like I'm not staying at this team forever. It was a one-year contract. Like it doesn't kill me that like, this is the team did you, I was did you feel like with. the attitude started to dip like where was it in the thought process of the team and the teammates like did, did you yeah, see I mean, people sucked. start to kind of give up not 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 give up because we were still i mean it was difficult it's difficult to say because i wasn't playing that part mm-hmm. of the season so i also mm-hmm. wasn't like at training every day and stuff so i wasn't in the atmosphere as much but like we had such a good team environment like the best it was a very very good team environment so it was always a lot of fun at training. We're glad to win or loss, even in the first part of the season. Of course, it's worse when you lose, but like mm-hmm. just a bunch of good people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, of course, it goes down when you're when you're going to get relegated. And then also like just the new coaches. It was like a big step down from the previous coaches. So like people are unhappy about that. And then there's certain players that fall out with these new coaches. Now they're not playing, mm-hmm. even they probably should be, but for whatever reason, they're not playing. Happens. Um, and then personally, I was like, okay, I want to go trial, go on trial in the regional league in the spring, but it's not going to happen now. Like I'm hurt, so that was a bit disappointing. Yeah. So then but, it was. Uh, but then coming going. off of that, do you, did you did you start to look for trials once you were healthy and you know kind of <laughs> set them up for 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 preseason or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, there's a cat on this building ledge. 
I don't know how it got there. There's a side it's about track, the jump. It's really high up. I don't know what. Call the doing. fire department, Sean. <laughs> I'll keep talking, but if I if I stop talking, I'm just witnessing. <laughs> anyway, um, so no, th- so even when I was hurt, I actually had an offer from a good overleague team at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they were doing pretty well. I had a decent setup from what I heard, and it was like a good they're probably going to offer me a pretty good contract because they were one of the, I was one of the first players they wanted for the coming season and they wanted a two year contract. So this is the first time like I'm being sought after since mm. coming to Germany. Like I didn't reach out to them. They oh, reached out to me. Big boy. But I said to them, this was in, yeah, this was in February. Like, no, oh, this is not yet. Uh, not yet. Now this is not BC anymore. I'm with Chris now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, I said, no, I, uh, you know, I want to, try for regional league if it doesn't work out you know i'd be open to play a year for sure um but like that's that is definitely my goal and i was hoping my injury wasn't so bad so it didn't they didn't even know i was hurt at that point and yeah they're like well we need to know we need to have an answer you know in the next two weeks so of course you buy time and say oh well i have something in three weeks or four weeks and you just delay as much time as possible and yeah wind up they said like we need an answer and i said no because i'm still hurt and not playing so yeah, I, I put that contract at the door, a good team, probably a, a, the best contract I would have had up until that point. But I said like, no, I definitely can play in the higher league whenever I get the chance. <clears throat> so the season ended and yeah, when uh, I came back for preseason and we went on trial with two different teams in the Regional League and they both said no. How long were those trials? Uh, one, one of them was one day. And the other one was two days or three so one days. One day, one day, three days, two I think. Day. Yeah. One day, I think, it, no, I think it was just two days, two days, mm-hmm. one day and two days. Yep. And the, the one day one, it was, um, yeah, I had a trial, but I go there and then they tell me after the training, like, listen, we just signed some pro from Turkey, like super experienced center back, like, sorry. <laughs> Basically, mm-hmm. that was it. Yep. Um, and then the other one, yeah, I just didn't play well enough to be in the starting lineup. That was their words. Like, listen, he's a good player, but we're not going to pay for him to drive from Hamburg and see here every day if he's not going to jump right into the starting 11. Mm-hmm. And I was on trial with someone else at the time. The same thing with him. Like, he's a very good player. He could play here, but, you know, he's not going to be in our starting lineup at the moment. So we don't want him. We don't want both of them. Um, different feedback obviously for both players but that was basically their idea which is which i know now is usually true like they do their planning beforehand and unless someone walks in that's going to be a big impact on the team they're not going to take the risk because that might take up a spot for someone that does walk in the door in a few Mm -hmm. weeks so yeah so then i uh wound up signing for another overliga team which i knew wanted me like the previous season um and then the goal was, okay, I'm going to play a half season and then I'm going to get into the, the Ruby going to leak us somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. appro- so approaching that denial of the two, because, I mean, you're reaching for a higher league. You're reaching for, um, you know, better conditions, better environment, better club, everything. To come back down to settle into a league that you've been playing in, what did that feel like? So to, to, to be denied twice and then go back to the league I was in? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just like, I'm going to play six months. I'm going to get into the league in the winter. 
like so make the mission, sure it's in my the contract mission, that I could the mission leave, was like but okay, it didn't still, change yeah yeah like I knew because I had a really great first part of the season the Oberliga like there was a handful of teams that I knew I could sign for mm-hmm. like they were interested without me reaching out to them so I knew like I gotta I gotta try and risk it and go for a regional Liga mm-hmm. if it doesn't work I can play another six months Oberliga with one of these teams Maybe it's not going to be as great of a contract if I signed, you know, in the winter, but like, it doesn't matter of the money and then do it for six months and then, you know, try and jump again. And then that it wound up working out. Yeah. But I mean, even, even with the quote unquote failure of those two trials and not getting into regional league at this point, I mean, looking back on it, you really didn't make a name for yourself in Hamburg, Germany, because now you're being sought after by this league and, you can kind of pick and choose and you're getting offers before the season ended. So at that right. point there had to be at least a little security in there. That's like, okay, you know, like I'm here. Right. I think that was, that was the security. I was like, okay, I had, you know, in the first part of the season, I played really well, even though the team's not doing great. Mm-hmm. Like I, I played well for at the time. I'm a much better player now than I was then, but at the time I was doing well standing out and teams definitely had interest which i mm-hmm. found out later on but then i knew like okay i need to try and go and trial as soon as possible like i know there's interest from other teams in this league so that's mm-hmm. like obviously that gives you confidence like, okay i'm doing well enough against other yep. teams where they see it mm-hmm. word spreads also through teammates on my team mm-hmm. who are going to other teams because of the relegation they're going to other teams and then when the coach asks them hey who's good from your team and then they throw my name out that means that I've impressed those players, which is actually mm-hmm. how I got onto the one team I signed for. It was basically via that. Um, so then I'm figuring out that system, you know, like, oh, this you can get on teams just because your teammate likes you or thinks you're a good player. You don't need an, you don't need a fancy <laughs> the agent. Light, the like, light bulb goes up again. Yeah. Like you could just get on teams via that. Like the first, uh, the first contract one was through like our backup goalie. Like he knew the head coach or something, or he knew mm. he knew the captain of the team, and the captain asked him like, "Hey, what do you know about this player?" Like, and give me his number. The, the coach wants me, and it was then I was realizing, oh wow, like everybody knows everybody. Yep. Like this is a super small. Yeah, it's how it works. So that was my first kind of step into that, and then yeah, when I went on trial, the the one that was one day it was like a fitness day type thing, so we actually didn't do much, and then that was like, oh yeah, we already signed a center back. We're not interested. So that was like more annoying than okay i'm not good enough and then the other one mm-hmm. like i had moments but he gave good feedback which i can improve on to do more and that's like his style of play mm-hmm. and what he wants from a center back mm-hmm. whereas other coaches wouldn't want that but like this is what he wanted and yeah i didn't do exactly what he wants from his players and sure i thought i was better than some of their center backs they had but it wasn't good enough for him to go right into their lineup mm-hmm. and now that i know the team and know how they play like i can see why I didn't stand on this instead of this. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, well, heading into the, uh, your, which actually becomes your last, um, Oberliga season. And it was six months, yep. right? Before you got a Regional Liga yep. trial, which is just amazing. Stayed to the plan, people stayed to the mission, yeah. didn't waver. Um, brought, I'm sure, all those things from, you know, some of the trials and some of the things you maybe you didn't do so well and the things you did do well into the next season to really solidify and, and get the trial to go on to Haida and play in the Regional Liga in the fourth tier. So we're going to cut it off there. I think that's been a great one, but we're going to do a little fast feet. It'll change a little bit because you're still in this country, but mm-hmm. um, 
favorite moment thus far heading into this is so this is sean like in oberliga not right now favorite moments i don't know mm. i i almost want to say like getting a contract in haida like that moment was like not i made it but like i knew i could i knew i could play in this league mm-hmm. even though despite the time like when i went to haida which was the regional league attempt i wanted to sign up for i was like this level isn't better than what it was that like i think my overliga team is better like their training is better than this the players mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it wasn't like the level wow this is a great level but they were in the league and like it seemed so difficult for me at that point to get there and i had like some old guy that was like the head of scouting for condor at the time when i was injured so he didn't even see me play he like gave me a lecture on like how you're never going to play in the regional like you're a center back on a team that's getting relegated in the overliga why in the world do you think you're going to get in the regional league like there's you know 21 year olds every year that are coming from these youth Bundesliga teams and getting put in like why do you think they're going to be interested and like <laughs> so thanks, you have buddy. that guy yeah thanks buddy thanks pal yeah um and it was like all these little things and it was like i knew of i could play here there was mm-hmm. never a question and now i finally got to this point and mm-hmm. like in two days was able to get a contract and two days that i didn't again. think i played that great mm-hmm. so it's like if they're going to sign me on those performances like i have so much more to give them yeah like, i don't know okay. i think i think i'll say that there's some other things to do that were, that were cool like playing in front of a lot of fans and stuff but i think that was like a cool moment yeah so that this was in the in the previous episodes reason you would go back but how about reason you would stay stay where in germany this is a german episode reason i would stay in germany the 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 former fast feet one was reason you would go back so reason you would Ah, go back to australia ah. reason you would go back to mongolia reason you you would go reason you would stay ah just the football the football football atmosphere yeah Yeah, i mean of course there's no question about that football one word answer yeah. best food german food it's just food you can get in germany it doesn't have to be german food um i think i think um like some good turkish food from uh what's the place in the shanza lookman lookman yeah it's a classic one There's, yeah any for you listeners any out duna, there it's just like duna uh, kebab yeah just it's amazing. The highest quality of Turkish food is, is very good. It's meats and rice and all this stuff. Favorite cultural thing? Football. Just everything that- about it. Like the atmosphere, everyone talks about it. The whole, mm-hmm. every city has their own team that they like get hyped about. Even like the city I'm in now, there's a bigger club than what I play for. And like from my apartment, I could hear them at their games, like the fans cheering. And yeah, it's pretty cool. Toughest moment. Toughest moment, um, it actually made me shed a few tears, was when I when Niendorf told me, like, we don't want you. And it was it was in preseason already. They tell me they don't want me. And I don't have an Overliga team or anything. And I was like, it was more like, I know I can play and do mm-hmm. well. But like, Just I give don't me the have shot. What yeah. am I going to yeah. do? Mm-hmm. And, like, thankfully, the president did make a phone call, which, like, didn't turn out to be anything. But, like, they, he did try to help. Like there were mm-hmm. great people there, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that sucked. It was like, all right, I'm, I bar- I've been here for six months, barely played, played four games, four season games. They don't want me now. Season's already begun. Teams already have their team. They're already training. I don't have a team. You know, who's going to take me all that? I think that was probably the hardest moment. Biggest takeaway. You guys always back yourself. It's a game of opinions. Always back yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Stay to the yeah. mission. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. That's our, that's our next stop on our make my own path series. I think we'll do a, I think we're going to head back into the guests after this because we're back in Germany, so, Sean and I. So um, we're going to be heading back. We have some, some wonderful guests that we're, we're lining up um, in all spheres and we can't wait to dive into it with them and then have you guys hear it and we'll come back and do a little bit more on the make my own path as things develop here in Germany. And we talk more about these, but um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this one. We've been getting some good feedback too, Sean. People like these, uh, these deeper dives into, you know, the things that really helped shape us into making this podcast really. Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it too, because whenever you go back through the memories, it's like, I don't remember a lot of the stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. When you go back in detail, you start remembering things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was fun. Uh, we'll definitely have to continue this. I mean, it is ongoing, but uh, yeah, I'm glad people like it. I'm glad it's giving them motivation to, to make the jumps themselves, which if you have any questions, sign up for the consultation on footwork.club. It's well free. Done. Just, just, just put in the email. That was smooth. That was a smooth transition. Yeah, we're getting good at this. Nice. Yeah, I yeah. completely agree. If you want some free consultation, it's free. Did we mention that it's free? Yeah. Um, you it's just got to that your costs email, nothing. which is free. Yeah. 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 yeah um, exactly. And um, a lot of people have taken advantage of it. So. Yep. Keep up with that. Um, yeah, more is going to be coming onto footwork.club as well. And, you know, guys, just keep plugging and passing like you always do. This is forever growing. We see it in the numbers and the listens. We see it in the numbers on social medias and stuff. So, you know, we want to thank you guys. And we're really excited for the second half of Footwork's year, 2022. Um, lots of exciting things to come. Yes, sir. So until next time. Keep moving forward. Keep learning. And make your own path. I felt like I felt like I fucked that up for a second. <laughs> it's been a while since it did it. I was like, this is not it. Footwork is sponsored by ourselves and great companies such as Kong Fitness. But we love to partner with new brands to make their own paths. So get in touch if you must. Footwork.club, the official footwork website is now live. So make sure you go join the club and check out all the new content and all the new features. Find us on YouTube at Footwork Podcast. You better like and subscribe while you're there. If not, I don't know what's done. Find us on Instagram at Footwork underscore podcast. Great time there. Twitter at Footwork Podcast. TikTok at Footwork Podcast, where we like to post dance videos those are great but more importantly amazing content for any dream chasers out there plug plug pass tell your friends your enemies your mother your brother your sister your pastor it doesn't matter who tell the mailman your dog anybody that can listen like subscribe review because all of that helps while you're there we'll take whatever we can get to join the club join the club he messed me up i mean he can just he can just mash it together so it's fine (laughs) 